This is the Unbreakable Stories Podcast, where we share stories of people just like you who have overcome adversity, struggles, hardship, and the setbacks in life or business on your way towards achieving success. It is through these unbreakable stories that will motivate, inspire, encourage, and empower people just like you to believe that if it is possible for someone else, it is possible for you. And now, here are your hosts for this episode, Terry Thompson and Bonnie Rose, the A-Coach. All right, welcome to today's episode. Bonnie, how's everything going today? Everything's going great, Terry. How are you? I am doing absolutely fantastic. So I'm truly excited about today's topic. So today's topic is a really fun one, and, and I'm genuinely interested to hear your thoughts on this, and that's staying motivated by rewarding yourself. Victory days. So I call them victory days. So here's the deal. If you want to stay motivated to continue achieving success, you must reward yourself along the way when you achieve those little victories, those small victories. Here's the deal. The average person does not reward themselves as they're making success, as they're making progress, as they're doing things, you know, and high achievers do. So I know myself when I'm achieving success, when I'm doing things, when I'm working hard, when I'm grinding it out, I always take time to have a victory day to reward myself. So what are your thoughts on that? How do you reward yourself when you're working hard to take that break to kind of reset yourself? You, you must you must do something to reward yourself. So I'm going to be completely honest here. Until a couple of months ago, this was a completely foreign concept to me. Uh, which explains why I ran into burnout mm, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, even, so we've talked about my, I, I appeared on uh David Meltzer's two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. And I'm running around and being super excited about this and telling different people and everything. And then the next day, it was as if everything just went right back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take that time to really, like, revel in it. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was done. We did that. Move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I learned the hard way, especially with that, um, how detrimental it can be when you're not celebrating yourself mm-hmm. not acknowledging the good things that you've done and especially something when it's like really big um but even those those little milestones um like you said to keep yourself motivated i wasn't doing that and could not figure out for the life of me mm-hmm. why although i was having all of these little successes and they were building up why i wasn't um, feeling as excited about the projects as I had in the beginning, why it was hard for me to stay, why I had to keep re-motivating myself. And mm-hmm. so I wasn't taking that time to acknowledge and pat myself on the back and say, good job. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's funny because we do this with kids, right? Like we pat mm-hmm. them back, we tell them good job. I'm still, I'm raising two little ones. I know you've got two kids a little bit older than mine, but we're still, we're still really in the face. And even my older, my, my 21 year old, um, he'll do something and he'll kind of look at me as if, like, that was awesome or a great job or like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing it kind of jokingly like you cleaned up after yourself I'm proud of you but like yeah. <laughs> but I do and then I you know we laugh and I say you know I am I'm grateful that you're cleaning up after yourself yeah. D- doesn't that make you feel good though like when you're able to praise somebody else doesn't that yes. really make you feel good yeah. yes it's just it's it's a it proves the point though that even though we're grown up and we're adult now we still need to have that praise. 
Yeah. And, and not necessarily from somebody else. It's actually better if we're giving it to ourselves. It's, it's nice to be acknowledged by other people, but it's mm-hmm. very important um, feature of, of growth I'm learning is to mm-hmm. be able to give yourself that acknowledgement and tell yourself okay. good job, not depend on that from. How, how do you, how do you receive praise? So when somebody gives you praise, how do you receive that? Well, or do you kind of shy away from it or do you, are you humbled by it or. Uh, if you can't tell by my face, this is still a work in progress. Um, okay. <laughs> that's something, well, it, it's true. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, and this show was a very pivotal thing for me and, and winning and all that stuff was great. I'm not telling, but I learned so much about myself and being able to accept compliments, mm-hmm. being able quote unquote brag about myself, but not actually bragging, like saying, celebrating my accomplishments publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it are things to be celebrated, but I was raised not to brag. Yeah. And so when all of that happened. I was really grappling with how do I talk about this and not seem braggy? How do I talk about this and not sound boastful or like mm-hmm. I'm than somebody and it was a real it was a huge lesson in self-worth for me mm. and recognizing and um kind of reconciling like the lack of self-worth that I had. Mm-hmm. So cele- that's why for me celebrating those small things up until the past like four to five months, it wasn't a thing because I'm like that's not really a big deal. That's not really a big deal. I didn't look at it as I didn't, I didn't look at it as something worth celebrating. That's, yeah. that's I can possibly. So, it. so I think it's important to have that external acknowledgement, so to speak. Yeah, and it, and it kind of leads towards that validation of you're doing something important, or you've done something right, or you've done something that's worthwhile or meaningful to other people. And I think that having that external praise, so to speak, you know, it gives you that, it gives you that validation. It gives you that motivation. It gives you that little praise, you know, and I know that even myself, I still struggle with praise. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, thank you. Whatever. You know, it's kind of, yeah, I, I really downplay it a lot. And it took me a long time to really be able to receive that. And then you, at the opposite end, you know, you, you mentioned people that are just extremely braggadocious about it. You're like, yeah, I did that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's me. That's all me. 100% me. You know, and, and I've seen that as well, too, where that con- that confidence or that displayed confidence really kind of becomes cockiness. And, and it can really be confusing there. So for me, I still struggle with that praise, with that victory, with that, you know, self-complimenting or even receiving external compliments, so to speak, of, yeah, I'm doing a great job. So for me, it's one of those things that it can motivate you, it can inspire you, but it can also shut you down as well, too. And it's one of those things to where if you praise yourself or you receive that praise or, hey, you're doing a great job, attaboy, girl. And from that point, I've even seen some people, and I've, I've experienced this as well, too, to where I've shut down. It's like, I've arrived. I made it. Somebody recognized and noticed that here's what I've done. And then I've seen people just kind of stop. And next thing you know, that output diminishes. That work diminishes. Those standards diminish. So I'm kind of at a crossroads here. You know, with do you praise yourself? Do you not praise yourself? Do you reward yourself? Do you not reward yourself? And then how do you go about doing that in such a way to where you continue taking action 
And then how do you prevent yourself from limiting your action? So I'm at a crossroads with that. I really think, I really think that until we work on our inner selves and really uh, acknowledge that we are worthy and get mm. self-worth part, at least be in the process of working on it. Mm. Um, that all the external validation is, unfortunately, um, it 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 kind of comes, it comes and it goes. Like it doesn't last long. Or like you said, like I have trouble. I remember asking David about the pitch and different things. And I was like, what exactly, why did you pick me? And he's telling me these things. And every time he would say something, like I was noticing, I would have a hard time looking him in the eyes and accepting those compliments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm really glad we had that conversation because it pointed something out to me that not that I wasn't, it wasn't that I was being humble. It was that I physically could not accept a compliment and actually believe those things about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we know we have some more work to do. And that's exactly right. what I did was I got to work um, learning how to um you get telling yourself that you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, both affirmations definitely work, but there's always deeper work that you really need to do. And I think it starts with practicing great mm-hmm. yourself, practicing accepting those accomplishments, practicing mm-hmm. sitting with what does this actually feel like when somebody says this to me? Because mm-hmm. you're constantly just brushing it off, you're not allowing it yourself to absorb it, first of all. And you're definitely not sitting with the feelings because it's so uncomfortable that the first thing you want to do is just like run away from there. Like you mm-hmm. think red, you flush, you're like, no, not me. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, and I think that was something really important I learned over the summer was um, really feeling my feelings and sitting with them and, and kind of like sitting through the ickiness of different things mm-hmm. and going, because here, here's what I learned is that allowing yourself or or forcing yourself sometimes if I was to sit with these icky feelings allows them to kind of flow through you move on. And then you, then you can move on with what it is you're doing. Mm -hmm. So most of the time I find a lot of us, um, uh, try to bypass that whole process and stuff, whatever it is that we're feeling, thinking that we're kind of moving on when really we're just saving it all up to deal with it another day and probably in a bigger way. Mm -hmm which is what I spent most of my life doing. So now to kind of, to answer your question a little better, um, I think the way that we, that we kind of, we get better at this and that we use it as motivation is just practice, practice mm-hmm. giving yourself, even if it's silently, even if you're not comfortable with, you know, posting the stuff on social media or saying it publicly or saying it to somebody else, practicing telling yourself silent, Hey, look that, this literally really looks good. Like, I'm working on a website right now. This is not my my thing. I was like mm-hmm. frustrated day one, ready to cry and just throw the whole thing away. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, I don't, I can't breathe. Uh-huh. And then I focused on just getting one small piece of it done. And I got that piece that I'm like, okay, that might've been terrible, but I did a good job. So we're going to move on to the next piece. Like the process felt terrible. Mm-hmm. Good. Let's move on to the next part. Okay. And now I find, um, I'm not going to say I'm jumping for joy to, to work on my website, but it doesn't feel like such a chore anymore either. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point where 
by taking it one step at a time and saying, telling myself, good job, practicing that, um, that cell as many celebrations as you were calling them mm-hmm. is, uh, it's motivating. It's getting me in a, in a, the situation where it would be motivation where I, I want to work on my website because I want to get the next piece done and mm-hmm. I want to get the piece done the next piece done. And, and I want it to look good, um, for somebody who's not a professional web designer, um, and I also know what I want the end result to be, right? Which mm-hmm. is to serve people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's important. I think I'm still new at it. I know I'm still new at it. Um, I think teaching this is another thing that we can teach our kids from a young age. Um, it's something that I'm really and hardcore instilling in my kids is not just um, me telling them good job or hey that was really awesome I'm, I'm listening now to like my older daughter and son tell my younger kids hey that was really cool or my mm-hmm. four, praising my eight-year-old you're really awesome at this mm-hmm. um, but also the accepting part yeah. thank you thank you for saying that i guess yeah. i am really good at this yeah, yeah. because yeah. they learned at a young age it, the younger they learned the better as well as you know, I think having having a little bit of that outside perspective is very important. And, you know, receiving, you know, that praise, I, I think, you know, I think there's kind of two sides to that. I think depending on how you look at certain things, you could receive it as positivity or negativity, depending on how you look at it. I'll give you an example. I've been struggling with some things here, here recently, and, and I'm still trying to push forward with trying to accomplish those things. And I'm not I don't want to give myself a victory day yet because I don't really feel like I've achieved victory because I'm still struggling with this thing. So that was when I had to kind of look within myself and say, okay, I need some outside help. I need some outside perspective. So I was able to reach out to a friend of mine within my inner circle and be like, Hey dude, you know, from your perspective, what do you see? And as we was conversating, as we was going through that outside perspective, he was able to validate some, some things and say, yeah, this is what I think. This is what I see. This is what I believe. This is, you know, some things that I think that you can improve upon. And for me, that was validating, but I also feel that that helped me achieve a different level of success because it allowed me to see things differently than I, than I could see it. And, and I think that sometimes when you're able to take that outside perspective, that's a victory right there. When you can build that inner circle to where you can trust and, you know, and have people that will give you that level of feedback. For me, that's a victory because I think that a lot of people don't receive that very well. It's like you receive this feedback and then it's immediately, you know, either someone goes on the defense and very defensive or they go on the off, you know, offense and, kind of become defensive, but use that within their level of offense. So for me, I was really open-minded to that. And for me, that was kind of, yeah, I celebrated in that. I celebrated within that feedback. So, and that leads me to how do we deal with celebrating? How do we deal with victories? I know for me, there's lots of different ways in which I can celebrate. I can, you know, be victorious, whether it's a small win, whether it's a big win, you know, it's like, you know, developing a website. I still struggle with that. I still look at designs. I'm like, Oh gosh, this looks horrible. Or, Oh man, this looks great. Or man, I really need to work on that, you know, kind of a thing. So I know whenever I achieve some small things, I try to reward myself. And 
some of the things that I do is I go shopping, I go out and I get a massage, I go buy something for myself that I normally wouldn't buy, or I go buy something for my kids. You know, there's different things that I'll go do. I mean, I've even gone out to the gym and worked out like that's a celebration for me. That's a break. That's taking that physical break or that mental break from the things that I'm focused on, from the things that I'm doing is sometimes reading a book is a victory. Watching a movie is a victory. Listening to some music or or whatever is a victory. I'll give you another example. Last night I had a music night with my son. We stayed up till like midnight playing music right here. We was jamming out, making songs, recording and doing all different types of stuff. That was fun for both of us. That was a victory day for me. I was able to celebrate things that I had been working hard on, things that I've been pushing off, you know, spending time with my son. Now I was able to circle back around to that and actually spend that quality time with my son to show him music stuff, teach him some different things. And for me, that was a victory. To other people, it might seem like work. To me, it was a victory. And I think that perspective plays a huge role on what could be a victory day for someone and work for another. So how do you approach the difference between work and play? Because I think work and play really kind of has two different meanings, depending on how you look at it. What could be work to one person is play for one person. And what is play for one person could be considered work by another person. So for me, I think that having that balance between work and play both of those are a victory. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. So, okay. Let me think. Um, I'm, I'm listening and I'm like, I'm loving this new perspective because I'm, I'm learning as we're having this conversation too. And, and it's giving me ideas because um, this is something that you and I haven't talked about before and really mm-hmm. thinking about how it applies to me and, and the way I do things. And the one thing I do want to say is that, um, I love the idea of taking a physical break, taking a break from the work. Um, I think that's super important, whether you're using it as a celebration or just because we need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important. This is something that I learned recently, and, and I think it's important to note, and I'm still kind of figuring things out with it. And it's um, only celebrating things when we've been productive mm. to be careful of especially someone like me who um, uh, formerly had severe OCD, very high, strong, very go, go, go. And then I got very sick Mm -hmm. and I judged myself on my ability to be productive Mm -hmm. my entire life. Mm -hmm. When you are dealing with a physical chronic illness and even a chronic mental illness where you need your body needs that physical rest um, I think it's important not to only take breaks when we've had a certain level of productivity, mm-hmm. because sometimes our body needs it before our brains want to plan it. Mm-hmm. Something I really, really had to learn and um, not tying myself worth to my level of productivity, because there are certain times of the day, the month, the year, sometimes my body flares up and I cannot be as physically or mentally productive as mm-hmm. I'm like be. I'm the same way. I, I get those flare-ups and it is a struggle to deal with them. They, they, they're very painful. Yes. And I think that as much as I hate the pain, um, the brain fog for me, mm. is even more frustrating because when mm. I think straight, 
I can't even, and I say I can't even because I want to be productive. I can't right. do certain tasks that don't require physical, a physical level of right. capability. So what I've had to learn to do too is just really not tie myself worth to um, the level of productivity that I want to have, but the level of effort I give it and even rewarding myself for letting myself take those breaks guilt-free. Mm-hmm. That to me is something to be celebrated because for me is something I struggled with for a really long time. And I learned that horrible cycle of feeling guilty, which just makes you more sick, which makes things take longer to heal, blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. endless circles. Um, and so I, the different kinds of things that I do, and I think both of us having families and having children, a lot of, a lot of times we kind of tie those activities and with our children. Um, and I, so that's, that's something, um, I, that I enjoy doing spending time like last night. I think it was last night. Yeah. We made, I might told you this, but I made these, um, with my son, he likes to make these concoctions, these baking concoctions. And mm-hmm. three days now he's been asking me, and I honestly didn't have the physical energy because in my mind, it's like this huge mess. Anytime you mess with flour or biscuit, I imagine like this huge cloud of stuff <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. He's an eight year old boy, you know? And honestly, it was, there was really hardly any mess. I was very surprised. But in my mind for three days, I'm going, I, I just don't have the capacity to deal with that kind of mess today. I don't have the capacity. And I told, tell him I'm not feeling up to that. That's nothing, another victory or celebration for me is allowing myself to say, honestly, I'm not feeling up to this today. We're going to do it another day. But anyways, we ended up, I took his recipe and I really only had to do a little bit of modification. He's got this real keen like instinct about what you can put together and it's still, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I modified the quantities a little bit. We made these amazing little cinnamon drop biscuits, is what mm-hmm. to be. And it, they were so good that everybody was asking <laughs> to eat more of them. Yeah. So I'll take them in again another day. But for me, that was that was a break from what I had been working on. It was a great opportunity to spend time with him. And and when I also a huge part of this is allowing yourself to be fully present in the situation when mm-hmm. you're celebrating. Because I know for me, um, I s- still sometimes have the tendency to be doing the physical celebration thing, but my mind is on the next productive thing that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, I really practiced being present and mindful and spending that time with him. And as soon as I was able to switch my brain to focusing on how much this means to my son and how much fun he was having with this, I instantly mm-hmm. Up and I was smiling and I was kind of like, I don't care how much of a mess it makes. We'll clean it up yeah. later. And so that it was like two celebrations in one almost. It's awesome. Celebrating us and celebrating not worrying about the mess and celebrating taking a break and what I had gotten done and all of these different things. So yeah, I mean, celebrations can look like, like you said, a lot of different things, going to the gym, hanging out with your kids you know, making music and memories together. That's a really big part of it is making those memories. That's something that your son will remember. My son will remember um, years from now. And Mm -hmm. uh, and then you get to kind of celebrate it all over again, right? Too? So it's like those memories to look back on and go, remember that time we did that thing? And you probably won't even remember what it was that you were working on before you did the fun thing, which is an added bonus. But I don't know. I... I, Mm -hmm. 
You know, here's the interesting thing. It's those moments that become memories that last forever. Absolutely. And it's those little moments. It doesn't have to be this great, big, giant thing. I think that a lot of people tend to overthink or overprocess these bigger things when it's really a series of smaller things. And when you're able to do those small things, you're able to achieve a lot more. You don't have to achieve the entire big gigantic thing. That's great. We all have big dreams. I have big dreams. You have big dreams. We have big hopes. We have big things that we want to do. But keep in mind, it's those little things that are important. So Bonnie, that was an absolutely amazing conversation. And I know that celebrating, it can be tough. Giving yourself praise, rewarding yourself, it can be tough. But you know what? It's important. You must take time to celebrate yourself and celebrate others. And when you can tie all that together, more things are possible. Bigger things are possible. Better things are possible. And it all starts with yourself, rewarding yourself, giving praise to yourself, believing in yourself. So Bonnie, thank you. Very, very great conversation today. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. 